What up, world? I go by the name of Jabari, and it's Monday, so you know what it is. The Words with Friends podcast is back. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And if you guys know, if you don't know, you should know by now, you can donate to the podcast. You can go on Patreon.com. If you're getting value from the podcast, if you're enjoying these conversations with some of my creative friends, support the podcast, guys, all right? Support it with a tip. You can support it for as little as a dollar per podcast. I do four a month, so that's only four bucks a month. And you don't even have to give that. You can just give a dollar. And uh, that can continue. That can ensure that we can continue it, that we can keep it going, and that I can continue bringing these to you guys on Monday. And thank you so much for, for those that have already supported. Um, and if you're just listening and if you're just commenting on SoundCloud, rating in iTunes, you already know. I love that. And, you know, that stuff means the world to me. But if you want to take it a step further, go to patreon.com slash Jabari and support the podcast. All right, with that being said, it's Monday, and I'm with my man, Philip Anand. What's good, man? Yo. How's it going? I'm lovely, man. I'm lovely. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, it's it's drizzling right now, but uh, <laughs> but it's... it's That's so- illegal in L.A. It's <laughs> not supposed to be happening. Yeah, it was like literally when I was on the way to your crib, it's just like sunshine in my neighborhood. And then when I get over here, it's like one get cloud. Into the hills, no yeah, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like one hanging out of green cloud, man. But uh, how are you doing, man? I'm I'm good, man. Dodging the rain. Um, just got back into town from a bunch of travel in the past two months. Yeah. Um, but good, man. Loving and enjoying as always. Now, where were you traveling into? Um, I just got back from Miami. Okay. We were shooting Mario Chalmers um, for the last installment of a project we were doing for the NBA and Sprint. Okay. Um, New York before that, New Orleans before that, Portland before that. Just All NBA and Sprint stuff? Nah, different stuff. Some, okay. some Nike, some Madbury Club, some NBA Sprint, all kind of mixed in. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, man, I don't... Man, there's so much history that we got to <laughs> run through, man. Um Let's talk about. I think I don't. I don't even remember when I first met you, man. Um, but while I while I ponder that, let's uh, let's get you to explain to the people what it is that you do. Um, okay. Uh, at at the at this exact moment right now, I'm I'm still trying to avoid having a what anyone else would call a real job. Yes. I'm just trying to continue doing work that I would do for free. You know, um, if given the same opportunity. Um, so I run Madbury Club, which is a collective and group of my friends, um, some from college, some from right after college, and um, together we produce content and do some marketing and creative strategy for some folks, um, Nike, Foot Action, Native Shoes, um, amongst a bunch of others. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work with Flatbush Zombies. In a spiritual advisor role, uh, that is, that, that's kind of fancy for a manager. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to dodge and, and uh, share my manager role uh, okay. in some way. But uh, yeah, those those are my brothers. Still work with them, and uh, yeah, and I get into a bunch of other trouble on the side still as well. But that's that's the main gigs these days. Got it, got it. Okay, so while I was thinking about where we met, man, it was definitely sometime in the streets of New York City. Yeah. And uh, I think, I mean, we, we probably, as as a bunch of creatives nowadays, we probably met online first. Right, right, right. A bunch of mutual friends. <laughs> yeah, Similar yeah. fields of work. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just running around the city, events, seeing us, seeing each other around. But one thing, man, always I've respected is just the work and the independence and the aesthetic you, that you have, man. It's very, very... Uh, it's it's just held to a high standard, man, and, and I appreciate that when I see that from my peers, man. But um, how how did you grow up, man? Because a lot of uh, a lot of some of the things that I've seen in terms of interviews with you mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I've seen you uh, talk about you growing up in nature yeah. and like uh, you know doing things with your hands and a lot of stuff that was like sort of not in the digital realm. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I think that like narrative got like super attached to me. Yeah. Like, whether or not it's like like the most true representation of where I grew. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs. I was, mm-hmm. I was born in Princeton, New Jersey. Grew up in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, right next door. Gotcha. Um, but my dad was like an Eagle Scout. And my mom uh, immigrated this country from Haiti, but was also like a Girl Scout and and did a bunch of stuff. So just it was just natural when I grew up that we were constantly on camping trips. 
Um, and then my parents just didn't let us play inside. Like there was no option to watch TV and play video games and mm. sort of like do all these things, which is why, you know, fast forward now, like people kind of bug out when they're like, oh man, like you used to build tree houses and, and build go-karts and camp all the time. And it's like, oh, nah, I just didn't really have a choice. Like you know, we didn't have Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Like yeah. it was like, it was like, yo, you're going to be outside until the, the lights go off. And that's really the only option. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where that whole side of things came, but yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I grew up camping, I grew up going to those crazy summer camps, like, where you're away for a month, um, and so yeah, I mean, that, that stuff kind of naturally found a way to manifest itself back into the work, Mm. um, as I got older. Nice, man, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that I grew up doing as well, man, that was, like, not... From especially from where I, I bounced around a lot, so all over New York, right in New Jersey for a minute. I actually mm-hmm. went to elementary school in Summit for a okay. little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I was like skiing and mm-hmm. doing things like that. That a lot of my my relatives and family that was in the city of New York, they were not doing or not exposed to. Okay, and so like that necess- it, it 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 didn't necessarily like stick with me in terms of uh, it sort of influencing my work by any means, or maybe it did, but, like, what it did was just open my eyes to mm-hmm. other things, you know what I'm saying? Totally. And just, like, just gave me a greater perspective on, on life rather rather than, you know, some other people that I encountered al- along my journey that maybe have just been, like, stuck to right. their neighborhood or their house or, the you know, the confines right, of their right, home, right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and no, I, I think it's mainly those things give you just the ability to think on a larger scale, right? Like to realize that there's other things out there and that there's a little bit for I just I remember my cousins who grew up, you know, 15 minutes away from me but just in a totally different situation in like yeah. in Trenton and like so when we'd go on a camping trip or we'd go 6 hours to upstate New York like it was just blowing their minds. Yeah. And I remember the first time I realized how foreign it was for them and how immediately comfortable it was for me because of mm. just the difference in how we were raised. And yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, where, where you're cultivated and raised has a, has a huge part to play yeah, in how man. you look at things, the lens through which you look at everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you think about, do you have any, like, younger siblings now? Mm-hmm. Or Because how, do you think that they're being raised differently than you? Are they being raised, like, a little bit too much with yeah. the digital nah, totally. experience? Yeah, totally. Or... Yeah, yeah. Now we, I, I have three younger brothers. Um Two of them are way younger, like um, 10 years younger. Yeah. Um, and me and my younger brother, who's a, a year and a half uh, younger than me, so there's like two generations of us, yeah. right? So we have okay. the two super young ones and the two older ones. Yeah. And we always look at them and we're like, yo, you guys have no idea. Like, it's <laughs> hilarious. Like, they still, you know what I mean? My parents still held them to a sort of different standard. Like, they didn't get their cell phones till super late, like, till they were in high school and everything. Okay, their okay. friends had them early. But, like... Even me and my brother, we look at it and we're like, oh man, you guys have no idea. Like, you grew up with the video games. You grew up with the internet. Um, it's just so, so, so different. Like, the fact that they grew up with older brothers who had laptops and phones and tablets is like, it's just a completely different, different world. You man. can't fathom that. Yeah, like, yeah. If you grow up with the internet and you immediately know how to turn on a computer pull up a browser and go play games like you're just a whole different kid than like a kid who knew you're seven years old like okay you want to play something like your only option is to pick up the ball go out the back door and go play yeah yeah man it's wild man and i don't i mean i think that you know there's elements of it that are incredible and amazing Mm -hmm. but there's also you know like you know some some, i can look at my little sister i have four little sisters and Mm. uh my youngest one is now six about to turn 16 yeah and the life that she lived, it's its weird because it's like, maybe because I'm so connected to the internet, it's right. almost like I'm very in tune with her, mm. and I get her a lot, right. but at the same time, there's certain things that I am like, you really have to understand, girl, that you have to work for things. <laughs> like, things don't just come to you. Right, like, right, right. It's, you know, the, your life is not, you know, like a Chrome browser. Mm. Like, you, you really mm. do have to work. You can't just type it in and it's going to come here right. in terms of life. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, and I mean, and, and on the same token, I, I'm I'm interested and fascinated to see what someone like, what my little brother, my youngest brother, is very similar to me. I look at him and I'm like, oh man, this this reminds me of myself, right? Yeah. And it's like, but what what's going to happen differently with him, um, with all these options, with the whole internet at his fingertips? You know what I mean? Yeah. Having grown up and with the ability to see and access those resources instantly, 
how is he gonna approach things differently than how I would have approached things? You know, so yeah. so yeah, I definitely, I mean, I definitely think there's some cons to it. I definitely think it can uh, can manifest in laziness, but um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I, I think they're stepping into a whole different, whole different yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whole other beast, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I I volunteer with kids, and and uh, every every Monday I'm with like a group of kids, and mm. it's it's crazy, man, because some of the stuff is like what. What are you saying? What are you talking about? But yeah. some of this stuff is so promising that right. they're talking about. So yeah. it really is true, man, when they say it's like the the, the youth is the future. You mm. know, it's it's up to them. So, <laughs> um, anyway, man, but I, what what uh, when did you sort of start, I guess, in this uh, pursuit of mm. of not just being creative, but sharing your creativity mm. online? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's every everybody sort of has this thing in common is when we all can to be a creative entrepreneur right you mm-hmm. have to you have to share your work and immediately when you're sharing your work that's like the most scariest part when right. you're first out there either where you're uploading stuff you're writing stuff you're you're creating something and then you're putting it out there it's like you're at your most vulnerable but you're also like that's kind of like the most exciting time mm-hmm. so when when was that for you was it while you were in, in school Ah, that's a good question. I mean, I think on some level I've been sharing anything I ever made for as long as I can remember. I was mm-hmm. never like, I was never sheltered. I was never shy. I was never, you know, I was never the one to make something and be like, oh, no, nah, I don't really want you to look at it. Like if I drew yeah. something and I was in fourth grade, I was going to draw it big as fuck on the chalkboard so that everyone yeah. could see it. <laughs> okay. And it was yeah. like, the girls were going to be like, oh, like draw my name. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah. And I enjoyed that, like having other people see and interact with anything I made. Nice. So, I mean, whether it was like, like drawing on t-shirts for kids in high school or, or, or as it evolved and it became other things online, I think I was always like fairly comfortable with the, the forward facing aspect of it. Okay. Um, but I guess the the I mean I had a I had a shitty like blogspot blog that was probably the first, <laughs> the first like real manifestation of anything I was doing online that was like published with any sort of regularity. Okay. Um, yeah. So that that was like dude like Loch Ness Productions that blogspot or something <laughs> what, like that. What, right? what was on there? It was just like pictures of sneakers and drawings and like style it was like it was like pictures of like this fly old Chinese grandmother on a beach that like yeah. I saw like it was pretty it was random it was all over the place it was definitely heavily influenced by like whoever was whoever else was blogging at that time like yeah. um, like Johnny Cupcakes of the world mm-hmm. and like all like those sort of things and I was like super stoked on like uh, Peg Leg NYC and yeah. like some of these brands um yeah, so it was just super random, like, pulled in, and, like, you know, you look back at it now, and you're like, man, oh like, gosh. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, you're a kid, you're like a 15-year-old kid, you yep, know, like, yep. high schooler. So, it like, it was like pictures of my friends in high school, you know? Nice, nice. Yeah. So, when did you, uh, I mean, this is how I, I, I remember how I was introduced to you, was, uh, it was a war tour. Yeah. It was just, like, you know, seeing these clothes coming from, like, this college kid, and... Yeah. I would try to cop something that would be gone. And I'm like, damn, like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, who is this kid? And, uh, and yeah, man, you know, talk a little bit about a war tour and what, what that was and, and, yeah. you know, what, where it sort of took you. Yeah. I mean, uh, a war tour was, before it was a war tour, it was Loch Ness, which was like, was just like some, I was like, just like fascinated with the Loch Ness monster, like the actual mythical beast okay. <laughs> in Scotland and I was okay. like so whenever I had to choose a, a username online I would always choose that Okay. so then naturally when I made um, the first screen printed shirts I ever did that was just the name I put on it it said like Loch Ness and it said the Feng Shui like mis- misspelled S-H-W-A-Y so like you know, it was just the, like literally like the most random shirt like a cool design I drew up in English class Yeah. and uh, I printed up a hundred of them and sold out all of them in like maybe two days in school like Mm -hmm. sold most of them the first day in lunch walked home with a bunch of money and I was like wow like I I didn't anticipate I'll get rid of all of them but I didn't anticipate the reaction to be like that and while I sold out all of them in high school I also put them online and the response online on like the forums I was on uh, Hype Beast and a couple other sneaker forums was like was, was good people wanted to buy the shirts so I was like, all right, that that was like a test run, really. So, yeah. so award tour, the first four award tour shirts I did were was really just a, a slightly more cohesive 
effort and attempt to like make a brand right mm-hmm. and like I, I had like all these lofty goals like you go back and look at those old sites there's like these huge about pages and like these grandiose dreams of what the brand's gonna <laughs> become um, but it was I mean it was just it was pretty simple like four t-shirts I had just found like a Tribe Called Quest record in my grandmother's attic wow. that was my aunt's from high school and like that's why I chose the name of War Tour I was stoked on it and uh, yeah man I, I did those first four shirts and like picked up like three retailers um, sold a bunch of them online, and then that old um, shitty blog I was doing, yeah. Lockness Produ- Productions, basically became the award tour blog. Okay, which became a much more like just we were talking about regularity before. It was yeah. just regular, which is why I killed it every day. It was like it was on, and I was like, "Yo, I'm a kid. Like, here's the designs. Like, yep. this is what I'm drawing. This is the brand." And uh, a lot of people just gravitated towards it, especially a lot of younger kids. Uh, and people our age, um, and it was like right at that like streetwear boom, right before everyone had a line, and right before yeah, it like yeah. went crazy. So yeah. it was like it was unique to see someone younger doing it. Um, whereas now, like if you were to start and do that same thing, like you know you're gonna be another fishing like a everybody, huge everybody can do it. It's, right. and, and I mean that's it's kind of cool because it's like the the barrier to entry is so low mm-hmm. it, it, that. There's some creative stuff that can really break through and totally. pierce through, and like yeah. you see some kids doing some crazy stuff now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like everybody's doing it, so you see yeah. a lot of shitty stuff. Oh, I love it, dude! Just, it's, it cracks me up because like I, I I keep a very like loose eye to the side on it and uh, watch what people are doing. Yeah. Because I've always been a, I've been a fan of the idea of everything about starting and in, in manufacturing and producing your own life from the beginning. Like mm-hmm. you have a Durkle sweater on. I remember when those guys started. I remember every yep, like yep. collection of it. I've been watching all of it since the beginning. So I watch it now to see what kids are doing yeah. and it's like man like 95% of it is like yo this is this is just terrible like yeah. this is so bad <laughs> like not only is it unoriginal like not only are you just completely like copying someone else's template like it just looks bad yeah um yeah and this is with me being like having respect because i mean i remember when i was a kid like i'm not like you shouldn't you shouldn't look back at something you did four years ago and be like oh man i killed it like yeah, hopefully yeah, you've you grown should. from that point yeah, right? so like, i look back yeah yeah i look back on what i did i'm like oh it's terrible i'll yeah. never wear that but like it was like cool for what you did for what you did it the mindset you're in is like it's good you did it um but i agree man like it's so rampant right now and it's so easy to call yourself a a designer or a creative director and just throw it yeah. on your Instagram and then like print up two shirts and like you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. And then you, this is what cracks me the most. You layer like Kanye's current rants and like so if, if you put like Kanye as like one of your like cultural icons that people are following right now or like Virgil and these guys that people are stoked on what they're doing like the message they're preaching is that like yo new rules new rules you can't be wrong like fuck the establishment like Mm -hmm. go do it right which is like in essence that's a beautiful thing to tell someone but if you're telling that to someone who has like very little like ability or like design sensibility or references to like check their work you're just gonna encourage like a lot of bad shit to enter the universe Mm -hmm. which is like what I think is happening right now it's just kind of funny to watch yeah yeah man I mean it's it's crazy what uh what sort of influence those guys have though, mm-hmm. man. You know, what what do you what do you think about like what's your take on that influence? Because it's like when I see somebody like Kanye, you know, like I said, saying saying this and it's like I completely get it and I get the message, but I don't it's like I mean I guess it's up for interpretation to so mm-hmm. how, how you take that information and do whatever you want with it. Right. But like it's almost like you know, when you, it's like you see so much just like complete copying, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, even if, if you want to go to like, uh, from a, from a fashion sense, right? Yeah. If you want to talk about like, you know, I was talking to Will from Durkle about mm-hmm. this. It's like Hood Bayer, for instance, you mm-hmm. know, it's like those guys, when they made the clothes, nothing was really looking like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like now sure. everything looks like that. Sure. It's like, you know, like the blocks or like the huge letters mm-hmm. or it's like, you know, stuff on like the ass part of the back of your yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. it's like it's all it's these guys are telling you to like be original mm-hmm. but when you go and listen to what these guys do it's like you just use them as the point of reference and it just becomes a bite completely absolutely yeah i mean it was a shocking lack of originality and like in in just about in like 90 percent of what's going on i mean if, if you see another line that's like all black and white with like 
gothic letters and block prints on a long sleeve t-shirt is just like yo I, I literally like you line up seven of those shirts and I can't tell you which yeah, brand is which like yeah. you all might as well be the same person so I mean I guess I guess on some level like like imitation that's that's that doesn't leave it doesn't go away mm-hmm. like that's that nothing changed I mean, if you went back and looked at what those early streetwear brands were doing um I think you would have found the same amount of imitation mm-hmm. um with the all over prints and the like those big bold graphic prints that were big in like 2006 or whatever like you know those things all proliferated and and went to other places as well it just so happens that now we have Instagram, Tumblr and Twitter in such a bigger more dominant place that you can't help but notice it yeah. and it's like yo like not only are you like promoting and like creating essentially like bullshit but like it's, you're throwing it in our face every day because that's what you're expected to do on Instagram. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so it's I just think it's being it's like doubled and you just it's almost sad that you like can't look away and it's you're constantly being reminded of it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, 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 it's an interesting place that uh, that it's all arrived at, but I don't I I think it's due for a change pretty soon. So yeah, weather, yeah. Weather the storm. What uh I mean what what is what is the internet to you now, man. Like, you know, it's like, how, is it is it the same thing as, are you still using it for what you intended on using it for, what you mm-hmm. sort of started doing, or what is what is it now to you? Um, I mean, it's, a, it's 100% my livelihood. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be living the life I'm living without it. Um, mm-hmm. So for all the shit that's talked, I just talked about Instagram, like, you know, it pays the bills at the end, quite frankly, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and when you say it pays the bills, mm-hmm. like explain a little bit more. I know what you mean, but yeah, I just yeah. want people to understand. Well, I mean, there's there's just, you know, to in in any time you have a popular medium that's being used to convey a message, whether it's on a personal level or a brand level, like there's a lot of money to be made in helping people tell those stories and those messages. And, yeah. and if you're working for brands, in our case, you know, we work closely with Nike Sportswear, like you, you work to tell those stories, right? Mm-hmm. And if Instagram happens to meet a, the medium... Um, on which you're telling that story in 2014, you know, that's that's where you're telling the story. Um, yeah. It's no different than telling it on a magazine ad in the 60s or 70s. Like, yeah. it's just, this is our magazine ad right now. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think um, internet, internet, it, I, it, it's lessened. I think there was a time when I was, like, super, super excited about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really genuinely stoked to find new sites, to find new kids doing new things. Um, and to just spend time on the computer because I felt like it was, there were so many things there. And then, and, and probably because of my own devices, like oversaturated it and just like did too much on it. Mm-hmm. And then pulled back to now where it's like um, the days that I spend on the computer and actually online are days that are like work days where it's like, okay, I'm not going to leave the house. I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m., be on the computer all day. <laughs> maybe stop for dinner and then mm-hmm. like and that's going to be it and the the actual days where I'm excited about creating things usually have absolutely nothing to do with the internet mm-hmm. these days except for the fact that whatever content we're creating is going to live there but it's you know I mean it's really about the creation and the production more more so than like the internet side of it yeah man I, I feel you man mm-hmm. I mean I think that uh I'm I'm the same way. It's like everything that I do and have done, I, I really never had any sort of mainstream support mm-hmm. from any type of like, you know, I'm just now getting into that with my next right. film. It's just right. like, but it took, I've been doing this stuff on the internet for 10 years, man, mm-hmm. whether it's an interview, whether it's like, you know, all of these films that I do and whether it's having a party and the only way yeah, that yeah. I promote it and get people there is yep. from the internet. And it's like, you know, now... What I'm trying to do, man, is is create experience, which is why I love doing this party so much. I'm trying to create experiences like from the internet, mm-hmm. but the experience exists off the internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where my mind is at now. With, you know, like even even with like, you know, the the um, the future in terms of like having a space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That yeah. like, I don't even know what it's gonna be. Whether it's gonna be like a bar, whether it's going to be a creative mm. lounge, whether it's going to be whatever, but mm. like something that is like physical, a physical, physical space. Where, you know sure. I mean? Yeah, like that's that's where my mind is at yeah. now, man, because it's like, I think that the future of the internet and where it's going in terms of like meshing all these worlds together in, in the creative space is just like, it's, it's not just going to be about like displaying your work or mm. like having work on the internet. It's really 
gonna be about creating like offline experience, and mm-hmm. and that's the only way I think essentially that like that you that you blend like art and commerce. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you can you can sell as much stuff as you want on the internet, and, sh- and like especially when you're talking about media. Mm-hmm. When it comes to other things, it's like everything is like an on internet experience to an off internet experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. It- you you look at something like Instagram, right? And I, and what what is the purpose of Instagram? I mean, purely when it started was to take pictures of things that were happening in the real world, experiences, mm-hmm. like you said, to share them with other people. And at some point, it turned a corner, and it the the sharing of that event or experience became more important than the experience, than the experience itself, yeah. right? So it wasn't even about like the bowl of ramen that you ate at lunch and how good it was, and like yo, this fire ramen I just got yeah. down the street. It's like, or it's more important about how many like likes, likes you got on it, oh, and how many God. comments, and the reaction that was generated. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's where a lot of people got frustrated. And I think you do see like some sort of pushback where you see like just more of a focus and more of like a push and and or just a, a fascination with things that are very like not internet. So yeah. when we talk about the camping shit, when like when kids come up to me, oh man, you be, you be camping, son? Like, you be out yeah. there? And I'm like, yeah. like I guess, dude. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. right. Like we just go on, you know, we go on trips when we go on trips. Like, I guess, like I don't, like I work way more than I camp, honestly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, if that's what you're attached to, it's it's fascinating to see that, like, how amazed people are with that because I, I just think it's something that's so like so very different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that, man? Because that that right there, what you just explained, is like. That is, like, the bane of my existence, man. When people... And, I mean, but I get it, though. Mm-hmm. I get why people would say, like... You know, it's, it's like, for instance, you could be doing horribly, right? Right. But somebody is like, man, you're doing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I see... Oh, I, just, I see you out here. Like, mm-hmm. you're, and, but, like, maybe everything is not what it seems. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, your life is not just... Yeah. When you go to, like, an Instagram page mm-hmm. and, like, scroll through somebody's pictures. There's so much more to their life than that. Sure. So I think as people, we have to understand that and separate, like, you know, the, 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 the smoke and mirrors or mm-hmm. the, the just, like, the digital presence from, like, the actual person. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I, I think it's hilarious when you meet someone in real life and they're just a sad, like, 2% milk representation of, of the <laughs> life they lead on the Internet. Yeah. It's like... Oh, you're lame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, damn, dude. Like, after all that, like, yeah. you you can't even back all that up. Like, <laughs> you know. So it's like to me, like, like your tweets and like your Instagram should be like that. Should authentic. Be, yeah, authentic. it should yeah, be yeah. absolutely authentic. But it should be like that. Should be like the least interesting thing about you. Oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> just saying, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yo, like, oh, you got a good Instagram route. Like, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's awesome. Like, you, you arrange the stuff in your apartment well. But like, I hope that when I go to your apartment, like, there's more to. To you and even like whatever's going on with your life, than just that fact. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So I agree, man. There's a lot of like, and I I would say I'm guilty. Like I participate in it to some extent. Oh, like, likewise. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You you architect and engineer the things that people see about your life. Like for me, I always have an out. I have an excuse because it's like, yo, this is how I make a living. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not like a, I'm not working a day job and then like posting all this stuff. Yeah. front and like this is my life like you know what I mean like yeah. this is this is what I do and and this perception of me is quite frankly like how I get the work I get and mm-hmm. and and my Instagram is like for a lot of people I would say especially probably people you've featured on this podcast like your Instagram your Twitter profile, these things are your portfolios in for many sure, ways, right for sure, like, yeah. how people are finding you and hiring you um but yeah I there's I mean there's nothing worse than than a over focus on the, on the internet oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. and on your online persona but that's, yeah, yeah when it's like people you know you, you can't even have a conversation with mm-hmm. people because it's like it's got like something is tweeted or it's like you know I, I just think it should enhance yeah life not take away agreed from the, the real life agreed you know I mean? yeah yeah I mean and the most interesting people I know and the people who have even the most exciting profiles or like online content are mm-hmm. the people who are doing way more interesting things Offline, Offline, right? It just so happens that they're sharing the things online. You know what I mean? It would be interesting if it was in a book. It would be interesting if it was a TV show. It would be interesting if it was your friend sitting next to you on the bench. Like, yo, I heard about this kid. Look what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, if Instagram is the thing that's making what you're doing interesting, it's, it's like... Quite frankly, it's probably not that interesting. Like, you know, I don't... Mm. If if the platform is what's needed to convey it, it's, you know... That's where it starts crumbling a little bit. Yeah, I think... Wow, I think that is something that... People should definitely take note of. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like really remember that. Like, you know, would this, would this be good off Instagram? Would this be good? Right, off right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Um, 
So what are what are some? Well, first of all, we didn't even uh. You just dove right. You got yeah. me going on the. I mean, on the <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I was gonna say yeah. What what are some things that you are like, uh, feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Like you know what 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 is sparking your uh, interest right now? Um, that's a good question. I'm soaked on a bunch of stuff. Um, let me let me try and narrow it down into like into things that that are digestible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying I'm trying to build a, a tree house with my buddy Foster, um, up like north of Portland mm-hmm. in a couple months. Um, Just like at his house or what? Yeah, he has some land up there in like Washington, Washington State. Okay. And um, yeah, trying to do some like Swiss Family Robinson esque like madness uh, nice. up in the top of a tree, and that's like the best thing I've heard in a while. That's like can't get much better than that. Um, I have an ongoing, well-documented fascination with, like, all things involving boats and living on water. So, mm-hmm. like, at some point, I'm trying to live in a boat. Okay. For, like, an extended <laughs> uh, period? Yeah, yeah. It would be fire. Super fire. So, okay. like, uh, any movie, like, it, like everyone's seen, like, Castaway. Like, I love Castaway. Like, yeah. just because the premise of it, like, starting on the sea and then ending up on an island. Like, when I was little, I used to just want to go on a cruise with my family yeah. and, like, the boat would crash, but everyone would be safe, and everyone else on the cruise would get saved, but my family would be on a deserted <laughs> island, oh, and then we just got to, like, kick it and live in a hut in a deserted island. Like, yeah. it just sounds like the most fire, like, simple life. Have you me. seen Captain Phillips? No, I did not. Oh, man, you gotta watch that. Yeah, man. there's, um, the other, the, I think Robert Redford just did the other one where he's on his, he, like, his, uh, yacht sinks, and he's alone on, uh, yeah, this movie came out last year, a good film, too, you should oh, see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What is, you don't remember the name? Nah, I don't. I'll, I'll think of it by the end. Okay. Um, that's another good one. But any, I see all the movies you. I I miss Captain Phillips. I'll probably watch that tonight. Um, anything on the on the water is fun. Yeah. Um, <sighs> travel. Um, yeah. I'm about to whenever all like whenever possible. I just try to dip um, and take a break. That's the biggest thing. Um, we're trying to turn some of those travels into a bigger, more cohesive thought with Maverick Club. Okay. Um, in a bigger series. Um, yeah, man, that's, I mean, that's like the tip of the iceberg for stuff I'm stoked on. If it, and then in terms of like, like things people care about that I'm stoked on, <laughs> uh, lines, let's see who's doing good stuff. Um, there, there's a brand called access folk technology that this guy, Kyle, I met runs okay. really, really good. Um, outdoor sort of inspired stuff, but like really, uh, technical and really well designed. Um, but with like a super high degree of funk that's sort of like a 90s Patagonia vibe mm. like really nice um, my friend Benji up in uh, Portland does a brand called Polar Stuff um, Polar Camping Stuff which is really rad like cheap just like smart 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 really well executed okay um, yeah I need to write all these down yeah I'm, yeah I, yeah. Mean, I, I lace you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I, I'll, I'll, there's I'll, tons I could go on and on yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are just some of the... And then, so much dope stuff coming out of yeah. Portland, though, in general. Oh, uh, Portland exported their culture, man. It's Portland's moment yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, this is it. This is Portland's it. running the world right yeah. now, man. You go there, it's the dreariest, rainiest place ever, but they're crushing. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, beyond that, I'm, I'm always stoked on people doing, like, good stuff in film. I'm stoked to see you doing your documentary stuff. Yeah, um, my buddy Luke's doing really cool stuff as well. Um, but really, anyone who's, like, pushing film stuff. I'm super stoked on telling 15 second stories on Instagram right now. Yeah, I love the stuff you're posting. Yeah, man. it's just like, fun. Like, it's like, it's such a, <laughs> the stuff like, with, uh, I, I saw the stuff with Vinny and, and uh, Tone. Yeah, Tone yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Putting the cameras together. Yeah, dude, we shot a bunch of those last sick. week when we were all together in New York. Like, it's fun to be confined to 15 seconds and try yeah. to tell like a super quick story. I'm always like, it, it kills me. Whenever I try to make Instagram <laughs> stuff, I'm like, oh my, what am oh, I supposed dude, to do? Yeah, you're, so, you're, especially you, you're I like, you're, you're it, very man. familiar with a longer format. So like, Oh, yeah, 15 seconds is crazy. I'm sure I'll be bored of it in like two months, but like for now, like it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, yeah, man, and that's I mean that's the size of it. The, the the things go on and on. My interests change and wane and grow every single day, every hour. So yeah. let's try to stay so focused. tell me a little bit about more about Madbird Club and like yeah. what what it has grown into because you know you got started by you know, doing, like, editorial stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? And you writing a lot of your yeah. thoughts and posts, yeah, and now yeah. it has sort of, I mean, you know, I know you might not want to call it an agency, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but uh, in terms of the work that you do totally, and produce, totally, it sort totally. of seems like we, it's uh, a yeah, brand yeah. agency. Yeah, we, I mean, so, Maverick Club is, like, a bunch of like-minded, like, 
slightly delinquent kids who who like who are pre- like actively refusing to admit they have jobs yeah. and who are often mistaken for agency and we do agency work okay um, um, so yeah so I mean we've we've done very like corporate agency work and then we've done some more ethereal like creative side stuff as yeah. well which is where we're trying to keep it um, but yeah I, I mean we we definitely I mean that's our field like yeah. quite frankly um, um, so but yeah you're right it started in a whole different place when, yeah. when Maverick Club started I had no idea what agency was yeah um, I was a sophomore in college and I was just for freshman sophomore maybe and I, and I was just bored and I was especially bored with how people were doing content online um, I was only like this is when back we're talking about being like excited about the internet right yeah. and yeah. I was just like I was just excited on very few things like I remember uh, reading DC to BC and being stoked on like how Modi was writing because it was so personal yeah. and it was relatable and I remember a few other sites but there was nothing really like you know there was nothing that I was like reading and I was like oh man this is killer like Inquiring Mind was one out of Canada that was really good yeah, 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 um, yeah. their content used to be great but it was just like super inconsistent in terms of like when it came um and how relatable it was, I felt. So I and uh, that's actually my friend's cousin, I believe. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys yeah. are dope, man. They always killed it. And there's great, like, there's always great Japanese sites that were out there. Like, and being honey is kind of like the OG of all of it. And and uh, honey was another one. But like, in terms of stateside and like our little corner of the world, there was no one really pushing it. I didn't think mm-hmm. so. Maverick Club was going to be the answer to that and all again all these lofty aspirations of like how we're we going to be the next this and the next this and we just launched with a bunch of spreads and like a more of an editorial slant to what yeah, we were yeah. doing um people were stoked got like a lot of buzz and sort of uh attention for what we were doing and then eventually just got burned out on the writing <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, i was like i was just doing keeping it up god <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like books. Oh, it was crazy, dude. We, yeah. I mean, we and we had a bunch. We had like six kids contributing, yeah. a bunch of college kids who were all writing, a bunch of kids who were like genuinely stoked to write. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And none of them, maybe one or two of them, was a right wanted to be a writer, right? Who, mm-hmm. who was very like explicit, like shout out Matthew Tremell, oh, like Tremel, he, yeah, yeah to for a, sure. He's like he's, he's at Epiphany right. now, but yeah. like he, that kid's a writer. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. he's, he was meant to be a writer, so like. He was stoked on it, but the, all the rest of us, even myself, and I was writing a ton. It was like, no, nah, I don't really want to be a writer. Like, yeah. it's nice that people appreciate it and people are stoked on it, but not really like my thing. I don't really want to be on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took us, I mean, it took us, but I mean, you start doing the page views, you start getting the retweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. people are like, you got uh, editors of magazines, like, tweeting you and writing you, coming to my office and da all this stuff. Like, we were on. I was looking back the other day. We were on the sources like digital thirty power oh, list, that. right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like yo, like looking back on that now is so funny because it's so like opposite of of really like what we stand for, kind of. Yeah. But like, yeah, man, we we're just in the thick of it, and we we got caught in it. Quite frankly, like we yeah. got caught in it when like Watch the Throne came out. Like yo, I don't know if I've ever been so passionate about like making sure I was like killing everyone else. Like yo, we're gonna have the best Watch the Throne content. Like yeah on the internet, right? And like and we did, like frankly, I'll put it up against anyone, like double XL, complex, anyone, like we no one's content that we did leading up to it and after it was was really touching what we did. Mm-hmm. But yo, I could not have cared less about that album. Like I don't even like Jay Z. Like <laughs> I don't like I couldn't have cared we were just doing it to do it because like we knew it was gonna get a response. Yeah, wow. Um yeah, so so like at that that was like when it got to that point, it, that was when it was like going downhill, and I was so like, I'm okay. So how does it then turn from from a, a editorial sort of thing? And I mean, I guess this sort of happens with you know this kind of happened with like LTD mm-hmm. and other other yeah yeah um, brand, even Frank, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This stuff happens with, but like how did it happen exactly for for you guys to be putting out editorial content? Yeah, and that lead to brands asking you to hey do yeah, this yeah. for us. Um, I mean, I think in general, if you if you ever tell a good story or mm-hmm. do something well online, that there will be someone out there who will look at what you did and say, "Hey, hey, can you help me do this? Yes. Do what you did for myself," which is always a funny situation because, like, nah, like you know, I mean, <laughs> nine times out of ten, like <laughs> it happened because you did it for yourself. Yeah, like, once exactly. you change it and do it for someone else, it doesn't really apply. Yep. Um, which is why I think a lot of people struggle when they try to make that leap. Um, for Mabry, though, 
we had the writing, right, and the, like, super music stuff, but we always had that editorial component as well. Like, even for Durko, I would, like, they'd send us jackets and we'd go take pictures of mm-hmm. them. Um, we'd get free shoes from Timberland and, and Nike and whoever, and we'd go take pictures of it. Ronnie Fague sent us his collaborations before he was shutting down blocks, and, yeah. like, we'd go take pictures of it. And so, like, it was amazing to see now, but we were, like, 17 years old taking pictures of sneakers, and now, you know, it's fast forward three, four years, whatever it is now, and it's, like... We're essentially doing the same, same thing, thing on like a way bigger scale, yeah. but it, it is really like still like yo. Know, can you take like we're just really good at taking pictures of sneakers. Up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's it. But okay, does it ever become to a point of I guess like, you know, do you ever feel like? And I hate to use this word mm-hmm. because I mean, it, it doesn't matter if, if if my integrity is there. Like I'm gonna take a check. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's right. like, so I don't. I hate to use yeah. the word like selling out. Yeah, yeah. But like, w- does it ever? Is it like well? Damn, I wish I could go back to doing this yeah. for, you know, like just on my own terms, you right, know what right. I mean? Like rather than having a contract involved and yeah. having like certain stipulations that you have to abide by. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure there's instances where you're trying to do something creatively, totally. but the brand doesn't oh, rock with it. It's my life every yeah. day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, ah, that's, that's like a two sided two-sided story on that one because on one level, it was always my dream to direct a commercial for Nike. Mm-hmm. Like, can you, you know what I mean? Like, can you do that? And it's like, it, to produce content for Nike, really to work for Nike in some capacity since I was young, right? And so, like, to be 24 years old and to be doing that and producing that stuff and to be, like, making some of the biggest stuff they've ever done on social media, yeah. like, ever yeah. with my friends is like, yo, that's a dream come true. And, like, whatever baggage comes along with it and whatever, you know, the... The back and forth creative struggle that's that's a, that's associated with that comes is like I can you know I can deal with it because like for now anyway like yeah. you know we'll see ask me again in a year it might be a whole different story but like you know we're I'm stoked to be doing it now um, and I think it's just a super learning curve that I've really um, been sort of like diving back in into for the past year of like okay now how do you like balance the client work mm-hmm. and and the money side and the success side with the we need to continue pushing over here mm-hmm. on, on what really made us special and what got us to this place, right? Mm-hmm. So what always happens is you do great work, you do something original and unique, and then <laughs> you get uh, a claim for it and brands come to you for it, and then you essentially stop doing all the things that got you a claim yep. because you got so much work, right? And I'm, uh, Dave Gensler, this, this is you know this guy from Brooklyn, designer from Brooklyn, has done a bunch of stuff he said, you know, he's like, dude, what's going to happen? He's like, if all you guys go work for Nike, he's like, there's never going to be a, another Nike. Like, someone's got to, someone's going to have to, like, step to the side and be like, nah, man, I'm going to do my own thing. Like, you know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so, I think that always sort of, like, haunts me and hangs around in the back of my mind. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's really like a time management thing to, to try to balance and remind yourself that you're doing um, just as much things for yourself as you are. For the for the business side, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I think it's yeah, time management, like you said, man. But you know, it's like one thing that's a reality is like, you know, obviously paying the bills, and yeah. keeping the lights on, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it's like, personally, me, what I try to do is set myself up in a position where, okay, well, that's handled. But now it's like, what are you doing? What are your mm-hmm. creative outlets? And I mean, this podcast is literally right. one of them. It's that's like beautiful. I love yeah, yeah. doing this thing. Right. Man. I love hearing these. You gotta have those things. You gotta have a little freedom. It's yeah. gonna. It's, it's like it, that is what is gonna keep you sane throughout mm-hmm. this all. As as a creative person, man, mm-hmm. because when you're just like doing work that's like for hire, for hire, yeah. for hire all the time, and it's like you you don't have the yeah. the time to express your own stuff, mm-hmm. man. It's it can it's, you can get to a dark place. Agreed. And you know you know what. In addition, I agree with that 100%, but what I also have come to learn, and I think what's worth striving for is, like, if you can find ways to work with other people that are on your terms, yes, and then you're producing work that you're, like, genuinely stoked on. So, like, to me, there's nothing better than when I see, like, comments on a video that we did for another brand or just anything we produce for someone else, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, no, I knew this was Madbury. Uh, like, I, yeah, knew, yeah, I knew uh-huh. off top this was Madbury. Because it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cool, we just executed a vision for someone else, but it's so clear that this is our work. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. no one's getting it twisted and if we put it out and we're stoked on it at the end of the day, like that's great. I can live with that. Yeah. But I agree, man. I, there's times when you just gotta like I gotta like go outside and build a bench or like <laughs> yeah. and you know, just try to like 
draw something that's not for a client. You know, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Like it's I there's not many days or hours I find myself doing that stuff anymore. I feel but you, um yeah, it's a struggle for sure. What um you know, I I remember I was reading or watching an interview from you and, and you had said something like uh you know, work work with people that you'd work with if there was no money mm. involved. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's sort of like how you built your team? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so I always say like Madbury is like a the most platinum prime example of like how not to build a company. Like <laughs> like every rule like that you're supposed to follow was broken. Like everything they say about not working with friends and like yeah, yeah, if yeah. you are gonna work with friends, like this is how you should approach it. Like yeah. just ignore blindly like all those rules. You know what I mean? So like yeah, I agree. I, the people I work with, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade them for anything else. Um, they're all literally like my best friends. Um, in in many ways and like yeah shout out to Vinny and Ellen of the crew that I know man Brian, Tone, Vinny you know what I mean Marcus, Peter all of them Hyun like the whole squad but like there it's it's like none of none of us our, none of our relationships with, except for maybe the exception of Peter who's the most recent person to join Madbury like none of these people um worked with us because they were trying to work in an agency setting or yeah, like because yeah, they were right. trying to do creative work or they're trying to work for Nike or they're trying to do this or this like all these people came and worked and like got down on this idea long before it was anything so it's like to me there's no better situation you could be in to work um in a situation like that with your best friends like yeah. they say you don't want to work with your friends but to me it's like why would you work want to work with anyone else but your friends you know yes. what I mean if I'm gonna be stressed out and fucking bugging out over something I want to be doing it with like someone who I know is actually like have my back right mm-hmm. who's like riding for the same goals and aspirations as opposed to like oh man like I'm gonna come into work and like get stressed out with a with like a whole team of people who like may or may not you know what I mean like everyone's yeah. just collecting the check in like clocking out like yeah, that's that's not a situation I would want to be in gotcha. um, so it works you know what I mean it's a struggle like work with your friends you fight with your friends you yeah. do the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's lovely um oh man what was I was gonna say uh Oh, yes. So, in terms of, like, the team, right, how do you how do you bring on, because you said you just brought a new guy in, yeah. how do you bring on board a new member? Because I, that's something that I'm, it's like right now, man, I'm getting to the point where I've never had an intern, mm. ever. I've never wanted Same. one, yeah, yeah. never, I've just, I, because I've interned mm-hmm. and I've been in situations where it's like, oh, this is bullshit, I'm not yeah. getting any type of value right, from this, right, right. I'm not, and, then, and at the end of the day, it's like, I just want to, if, if somebody is interning with me I really want them to be like learning something mm. and getting at the most the maximum value using me as much as I need mm. to use them for stuff so I've never had one up to this point but mm. now it's getting to the point where like I need it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. need it's like I, I could talk all that woo de woo all I right, want right, right. but like I kind of need one so I'm just like curious to, to know how do you look for I guess people to bring on to the, to, yeah. to the team I mean, it's an interesting thing in general because once you start talking about scaling and growing like I mean, yes, be like, honestly, that's when things start to get scary. That's when you're like, okay, this is not really like, <laughs> well, at one point, maybe this is this cool little thing yeah. I do with my friends out of our like apartment in New York and we got paid some cool money to do it. And like, now you're talking about a thing where people like are making a living and being supported off this thing where you're, yeah. you're holding, like people's futures are being decided based yeah. on the work you do. So, so first thing first is like involving someone in that is a, is a, is a big deal. You know what I mean? And, and, and I don't approach it lightly. Um, so for Maverick, it's, it's very unique. We've had people asking to intern and to join and to do work for as long as there's been yeah. a site, right, from the jump. And honestly, like, never have we ever brought on anyone. The one exception might have been, like, Matthew Trammell. Because, mm-hmm. like, he left, like, such a, like, fire comment on some post that <laughs> yeah, we were like, yo, who's this kid? And when we, like, went and read his site, we were like, oh, no, nah, like, oh, yeah, let's, let's have him right, right? Yeah, yeah. so, like, yeah. we had we brought him on it and, like, it grew, but... The, like Peter, the only people I find myself working with and then elevating them beyond that and bringing them on into even like a full-time position is people who I've worked with for more than a year and nine times out of 10, that person has proven to me over and over again that they would work for no money. Mm-hmm. They've done work for free. Like those people who have like sweat and bled and like work for you all hours of the night, not slept for nothing, like because they believed in whatever you're doing. Like, yeah. so like Peter was working at Widen and Kennedy, you know what I mean? Like, one of the best agencies in the world, one of yeah. the biggest and baddest, right? 
And this guy's like slaving away on MadburyClub.com redesigns. And it's like, who is this guy to be doing this? Yeah. He has no reason. He doesn't owe me anything to be working on these things. Um, so when you have people like that, and there's a few other people who are like around in our immediate circle for, for myself and my situation, who, who have already like proven that they've, um, that they've put in that work and are, are kind of like willing and, and uh, believe in the dream, I think it makes it very easy to take that next step. Yeah. Um, and that sort of takes the decision out of my hands because, like, like honestly, at that point, like, everyone already assumes you're Madbury. Everyone's already like, mm-hmm. oh, like, he's down Madbury, right? And, like, that's, that's how people end up being a part of what we have. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, then what, what would you suggest, I guess, to, like, let's, let's flip it and say mm-hmm. somebody is, you know, trying to get a position. What do you suggest to, to that person? Because, I mean... I think I could do one podcast solely on like what not to do. <laughs> right, like, right. I could literally do an hour on yeah. this is no this traditional is not resume. <laughs> how you yeah, yeah. get a job, man. Yeah. Like or this is not how you get me to like listen to something right. or watch something or no like, tweet, no tweet yeah. <laughs> promo. Yeah. Um what would I suggest people do? Uh that's a good question. So so to me, I mean I've I've had a bunch of kids write emails, right? I've had yeah. hundreds of kids write emails, probably thousands of kids tweet like, yo, how can I get down? I want to do what you do. I've had hundreds of kids walk up to me at events on the street and be like, yo, I follow you guys on Instagram. Like what you do is amazing. That's what I want to do. And then they just say like, how do you do it? Right? Like, how do you do it? <laughs> and I'm like, that's just, a, that's just such an interesting question to me because Madbury is fairly obtuse. Like we don't really explain everything we do. Even the people who know us, they're like, okay, like what do you really do? Yeah, but like, yeah. but like to me, it's like if you really stopped and look at it, it's it's clear. Like all the pieces are there for you to put together. Like when when I went and made T-shirts, you know, what I mean, I looked at what Bobby Hundreds was doing. I looked at what Johnny Cupcakes is doing. I took notes on everything. Mm-hmm. I went and read everything I could about Sean Stussy. So like to me, if you're gonna try to get involved in something, like you don't do it lukewarm. You don't put your toe in first to see how warm the, the pool is. Like you just jump in like double front flip and get involved. So so that's my thing. Like I'm very, very impressed when someone comes to me and knows like what's going on. Like if if I if you want to talk to me about Mabry, like if you're saying like, oh I want to do what you do, like this this could even sound like we're like I'm you know like um conceited but like you should know everything we do if you really want to do what we do mm-hmm. right because like if if I wanted to do what someone did if I wanted to be Jabari and I wanted to make films and do podcasts I guarantee you I would have at least googled everything <laughs> I would have read any, every interview you've ever done yeah, you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. before I walked in the room to say like oh I want to do what you do yeah yeah exactly come on that's basic you can do it on your phone in the <laughs> elevator before you get there like you know what I mean so like yeah. that's my thing like you got like that kills me when it's like oh what you want to do and it's like Oh, well, like, what do you, you know what I mean? Like, you ask a basic question and there's no, like, there's no response. Like, they haven't even really, like, engaged yet. They've just seen the idea of something they, oh, yeah, I'd like I to did. be on Instagram on, oh, on a mountain gosh. and, yeah. like, getting free Nikes yeah. and, like, go on a trip. Like, that that seems cool. But, like, you did, did you, like, really look into what into it, what went into that? Um, so, so that's me is, like, there's got to be, like, a, an amount of, like, research and ground and just, like, work that went into yeah. that went into that before anything and then and then it's like for me for Madbury specifically it's about doing something differently like people used to ask us on Tumblr yo how do I get down and the responses would always be crazy it would be like yo go to Alaska like, find, <laughs> find a narwhale yeah. like yeah. sample the narwhale while you saw his horn off and then like make a mixtape from that and then mail it to us then we're gonna listen to it if it's fire we'll read maybe. your resume yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like so yeah. like so like that like there's been a couple kids over the years who've like hit us back with like similar shit like that and like this what like someone sent us like a resume that was made on Microsoft Paint and shit was hilarious like uh, it was mad funny yeah. and it's like yo like even if like I don't have a position for you or like it doesn't even make sense for me to hire you mm-hmm. like quite frankly I only hire people who are my friends who've been around me so if you're not in my circle like the chances are very low mm-hmm. so like I will never forget that email though. Yeah, yeah. And when I see your name, I guarantee I remember your name. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so so I think that that means for some that that stands for something. So yeah. it's about something to be noticed um, and putting some thought but into yeah. it. Like you said, man, I think yeah, definitely it's it's the just the the people have to understand that it's more than just like the the awe, like the awe of mm-hmm. just wanting to do something the allure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The allure of you know, it's like what's that Jay Z song? The allure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's there's so much more than just the allure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's yep. so much groundwork. There's so much shit that you have to do, man. And it's uh, you know, 
it's like pe- people look at me and they'll be like, man, how did you, uh, how did you start? Or like, how did, how did you do that documentary on Macklemore? Yeah. And it's like, yo, I've, yo, I've been like, I've been interviewing people since I was 18 years old. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, <coughs> yeah, it's just, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was doing stuff running around it's with like, a yeah. handy cam. It's like, yo, you go on like, YouTube, you can you see can the first see. shitty videos yeah. I made, you can see the Garbage. better ones, you can yeah. see the middle ones, and then you can see how it got like, yeah. the blueprint is there. I agree. But nobody, it's like people don't even want to, they don't even want to click a few pages back. Right, right, right. It's like, man. I, I mean, I think that's, that's more, probably more than anything, just a symptom of, of the similar like internet things we're talking about now. I mean, the, the success is so instant, the gratification is so instant that like, yeah, like why would I do the homework? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just tell me right now. Like, I just want to do the Google search and know instantly. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to do the years. You know, I don't want to put in the years. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. It's, 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 fun. it's a very, very interesting thing to, um, to have known firsthand, to know people like you and know similar people in our circle, and to see the work they've done, and then to see, um, yeah, to see where they're at now. It's exciting to see where everyone's at now. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Definitely. And, and I can imagine being a young kid and looking up at it and like being stoked on it but I just think people are missing a lot of like the key steps in between of like okay like I, 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 you know if I said like right now if I said like yo you gotta put in your work like that'd be the most old head thing I've ever said in my <laughs> yeah. life but like yo like quite frankly like at some point you're gonna have to sweat like yeah. you're gonna have to not sleep like you know what I mean like yeah. when are you gonna do it you know a kid asked me the other day um he was. He sent me an email and he was like man I, I wanna do stuff like how you I wanna do stuff like you mm-hmm. but I'm uh I'm I'm wondering about like steady income, mm. and he was like, I will never forget this email. He was just like, you know, how do you you know keep steady income? And <laughs> yeah. this, that, and the third. He was like, he was like, I have this idea, but I don't want to really leave my job, <laughs> and I don't. But I need the time to. And I was like, bro, steady income. Yeah. Like what? Like huh? <laughs> what are you talking? Like yeah. Get that out of your mind. Do you know what I mean? Completely. Just. Right. Just erase that from your thought process mm-hmm. and just start doing what it is you need to do. I mean, definitely, like, if you can get a job where you can have time to do what you need to do yeah. or that job can enhance another part of your life, mm-hmm. shoot for that for sure. Right, right. But if you're, if you're worried about, like, how are you going to maintain the lifestyle that you're used to with your, like, nicely paying job right, right now, right, right. But, you, but you're really dying to do something mm-hmm. creative and you're like, you know, that job is killing you and, yeah. and your real talents are over here, it's like... Mm-hmm. You just gotta throw away the concept of nah. steady income or, yeah. or, or being comfortable. Yeah, it, it, we did a uh, we did a talk in Philly at this um, at this shop called P's and Q's. Shout out to Key and those guys. And it's like uh, this. I remember this guy asked us at the end. Of, he's like, "Wow!" We gave our little presentation. We mm-hmm. showed all this, the work we've done, the trips we've been on, all the things Madbury's done. And he's like, "You know, this is all awesome and stuff and cool." He's like, "But how do you guys make money?" He's like, "I want to go on trips. I want to do this. Like, do yeah. all these things. Like, you know, like what's the what's Where's the reality in all this? Like, I, mm-hmm. we can't just step out and do this. And I'm like, you know, like, like quite frankly, like you, you, you create the path you want to walk on, right? So mm-hmm. like, it's like, dude, we weren't getting paid, we weren't making a living off this in the beginning. Like, yep. we made a decision that this was going to be the thing we did, and everyone got in the boat and started paddling, and like, and now you find yourself where you're at. And like, who knows? In two years, we might be looking around like, shit, man, should have finished that degree at Rutgers. <laughs> like, you know, like, but yeah. like, yo, you took a stab at it, you took the jump, and you went, and like, I mean, like, you want to be the boring person with a nice Instagram profile, or you want to be like the guy who, who jumped off the ledge and like went after it and did it for four years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would just always rather be, I, I don't want to be the person like sitting there listening to other people's stories. Like, yeah, man, you, you want, want to be your own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's like, if, if you really don't have that, I don't know if you can teach that. That's a tough yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to, to mm-hmm. teach, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, with that, with on that note, man, <laughs> let let these folks know. First of all, this was incredible, man. And oh, uh, thank you, man. man you we'll, let, we'll, let me rank. Give me a pulpit. Yeah, man. I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> get you on again for sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, you're more than welcome, man. Whenever you, whenever you want to do I another one. Um, but yeah, let people know uh, where they can follow you and Word. follow Mad Bird Club, okay. and just what you're working on, and you know. Everything. Where you follow us in the real world, no Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, we, we're just you know everything's just at Madbury Club. Yeah. Um, it's complete nonsense and ridiculous things that you'll find on all those extensions that will probably explain nothing of what we do, which is wonderful. <laughs> but it's, it's it's very fun but, to look at. Yes, but it's nice and pretty to look at. Um, and then my personal stuff is Philip T. Annan, my full name. 
Um, yeah, man, and you know, get involved. Watch out for uh, Madbury 2088, the film coming never, and uh, yeah, all kinds of good things, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate oh, for it. sure, man, for yeah, sure, brother. Absolutely. Um, all right, when you guys, uh, let's see what's coming up. Uh, colors, my next party, Colors yeah. L A. No, yeah, Colors NYC. Actually. In there, in there, in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That joint is coming up. Um, on April 25th, I believe. But And don't donate a dollar. Don't be cheap. Oh, if yeah. you listen to this joint, pay up. Yeah. $15 minimum. <laughs> Come on, you be valeting your cars in LA. Lace this man. Hold this man down. Um, yeah, no, appreciate all the support. You guys know, go to patreon.com. Like I said, if you're getting value from, from people like Phil, man, I mean, look, look at all this knowledge this man just dropped. All right, I'm trying to bring it more. I'm trying to get more people, not just him, so many more people. And um, there's so many more people outside of Los Angeles, all right? So that's what, that's what the money goes to, essentially, just allowing us to keep it going. Um, and allowing me to travel with it. So yeah, thank you guys it. for those that are supporting. And, uh, man, I really appreciate it. Uh, s- leave a comment. You guys know iTunes store, Words with Friends, uh, soundcloud.com slash Jabari. Every Monday we do this, and uh, we're not going to stop. All right? So that's it for this one. This uh, That's it for this Monday's Words with Friends. All right, I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.